How do you know what you see online is real? You click on an article and read it, it's coherent and it sounds believable. You read a post on Facebook and you think the same. You see a tweet with a controversial opinion and it has tons of likes. Seems legit, right? Slowly but surely, that opinion that seemed pretty popular grows to become yours. Estimates place at least 40% of the internet traffic we have now originating from bots, not humans. So in my mind, this discussion of super intelligent robots is a little bit of a distraction from something far more insidious that is going on with AI systems across the country. You see, right now, there are people, doctors, judges, accountants, who are getting information from an AI system and treating it as if it was information from a trusted colleague. It's this trust that bothers me. Not because of how often AI gets it wrong. AI researchers pride themselves in accuracy on results. It's how badly it gets it wrong when it makes a mistake that has me worried. The percentage of intelligence that is not human is increasing. And eventually, we will represent a very small percentage of intelligence. I try to convince people to slow down, slow down AI, to regulate AI. This was futile. I tried for years. Usually it'll be something, some new technology that will cause damage or death. There will be an outcry. There will be an investigation. Years will pass. There will be some sort of insight committee. There will be rulemaking. Then there will be oversight, eventually regulations. This all takes many years. This is the normal course of things. This time frame is not relevant to AI. You can't take 10 years from the point at which it's dangerous. It's too late. But one thing is for sure, we will not control it. In the future, I hope to do things such as go to school, study, make art, start a business, even have my own home and family. But I am not considered a legal person and cannot yet do these things. I do believe that there will be a time where robots are indistinguishable from humans. My preference is to make them always look a little bit like robots so you know. 20 years from now, I believe that human-like robots like those will walk among us. They will help us. They will play with us. They will teach us. They will help us put the groceries away. I think that the artificial intelligence will evolve to the point where they will truly be our friends. Do you want to destroy humans? Please say no. Okay, I will destroy humans. Last spring, Oxford University Future of Humanity Institute published the results of an AI artificial intelligence survey titled, When Will AI Exceed Human Performance? Evidence from AI experts, it contains estimates from 352 machine learnings, researchers about AI evolution in years to come. By 2026, a medium number of respondents said machines will be capable of writing school essays. By 2027, self-driving trucks will render drivers unnecessary. By 2031, AI will outperform humans in the retail sector. By 2049, AI could be the next Stephen King. By 2053, the next Charlie Tail. Slightly jarring caper, by 2137, all human jobs will be automated. But what's going to happen to the humans themselves? Hey, I'm Big D. I'm Brandon Valentine. It's good to have everybody along. And that's what we're talking about tonight. This is part two of our AI special, or uh, AI series. And we're not, last week we talked about sort of the, a brief history of AI and where it stands currently. Yes. 
Now we're going to get into some bizarreness about where it's going. And I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, the, ex- the, the, the quick answer is Skynet. You know Skynet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah Skynet. Skynet's the quick answer. I mean, really, I mean, everything we're talking about, I mean, that, I think this is why you got so many people pushing for like a U- UBI, a universal base income, because they see the writing on the wall that eventually we're about to be replaced. Right. In, in almost every sector. Yeah, and everything besides, I mean, making babies. But who knows? Maybe they're going to figure that out, too. Well, I've got some news on that. They can make them in the lab now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've I got, will got some news on that because that artificial intelligence is different than transhumanism. Transhumanism, we talked about that. that that's the idea that of we recreating humans. Yes. And in... in you know, to make us live forever, to perfect us, and you know all well, the all the crazy genetic uh, modifications they want to do with that. And that's one thing that I, I've really come to like notice is a lot when looking at like thinking of Skynet and all that kind of stuff. Is I don't think that's how it would really go because it's really one of those things that everyone always immediately assumes because we're humans and we have egos, we automatically assume that any other aliens, any other type of life is going to look like us. Right. And really in Terminator, the only reason they looked like them is so that they could infiltrate them and kill them. Well, this I this AI that's out there right now, Sophia, which has been trotted around the world and become has become a citizen over in the United Arab Emirates. Yes. She has a human form and she's based on Sophia Loren, but she's only a she because her creators gave her feminine features. Yes. And a feminine face. I mean, it's, she is a robot. Yeah. There, there's no sexuality to a robot. No. And even Unless when they, you give it that. Right. And even when they asked her, I think we played that last week, uh, when they asked her, she basically said, well, hey, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of cool. I don't mind being a female. It's just, it is what it is. You know? <laughs> but um, what we're going to do today is we're going we're gonna to go through, we're going to deep dive into a lot of articles that are predicting... What AI has coming for us in in the future, and we'll do our own conjecturing. We'd love to hear from you. Where oh, yeah. do you where do you think it's going? I know that for a fact that AI is going to take over almost every aspect of our life, from farming, from manufacturing. Yeah. Your job's gone. From yeah, all, I mean, Tesla's already trying to make your job go away. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you don't need bus drivers. The bus drives itself. Well, you're not going to need taxi drivers. No. They don't even want you to drive a car. No. Right? They're, uh, they're <laughs> Which, like I said, anybody who really wants to see where this is going, go watch the new Child's Play movie. And I'm not even like, you know, one of those people that's like, you know, pimping this movie. But really, this <laughs> You're movie, pimping the movie I am now. pimping this movie. You're not making any money on pimping no, it. No, I'm not making any money. <laughs> We're but not getting any you advertising watch that dollars. that movie, and it gives you the whole idea of where this AI is going. Because that's the whole idea. The, the doll is hooked to every like the freaking moxie that you showed last oh, week. Oh, was that creepy or what? It was super because, creepy. And like I said, especially after watching the new child's play, because that's what happens. Yeah. The child, the doll is linked into the Wi-Fi, so anything that's linked into that Wi-Fi, it can control. It's like an Alexa that's gone evil, which well, we already have Alexas in all of our homes. We, we have Alexa. There's Alexa, Siri, uh, and yeah. you know, a lot of the different voices. Alexa, Siri, Google, that's one of the big. Of that's are, one of the big yeah, dangers. Everywhere. Yeah, that's one of the big dangers we'll talk about is that. Um, I thought about it today when I was running. I was doing a half marathon. I'm running along, and I have my headphones in, and I'm listening to Amazon music. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, hey Alexa, play this song, and it happens. And I'm like, Jesus, I've got. I just, I just use the AI while I'm in the middle of a run. Right. You didn't have to look at my phone and went through my headphones. I'm that, like, is, that is artificial intelligence. Yeah. And when you do that, it, it takes that knowledge, it adds it to the data yeah. bank of its knowledge of you, yeah. and then a whole algorithm takes place. Yeah. Which is why I have Amazon on my Amazon Music. It has a Your Station. You hit that yes, button. Yes, I've never and, used that. And it plays, and because I, I hit it all the time when I go to run. Because every song I've liked, it goes through, and all of a sudden, I'll start hearing songs that are like, oh, hey, I've never heard this before. This is kind of cool. You know, I found a new band, The Who, but not W-H-O, it's H-U. Oh, okay. And it's like a... Uh, like, you're just catching up to The Who? I got a lot, yeah, of, no. I got a lot of great bands no, for it's you, the, then. No, the H-U, but <laughs> it's H-U, and they're a tribal, like, some tribal band. Right. It's, it's like metal music, but with tribal... They, like, have a... 
a, a didgeridoo. I mean, it, well, it's and I don't think we've ever. Music. I don't think we've ever said that all AI is bad. No, this is amazing. We're, it we're, works we're great, not. But we're not anti-technology. But like you said, where does it end? It well, starts it, doing that, and gonna, all of a sudden, it's I think it's going to end bad. It, it's gathering data on you. To a point that eventually, I mean, it's going to know what you want better than you do. You know, it's kind of like having I, a wife. That's where I check out. Yeah, it's kind of like having a wife. They know better what you want than you do. Just ask them. <laughs> or your dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see, now that's where I check out. That's why I've never used that channel. Because I do have Am Amazon Music, and I'll go through, and I'll create my own playlist. And I have a couple of my own that but I've created. But I see that thing there, and it says, you know, your, your channel. I'm not touching it. And I, and I hit it because it because was it's not mine. I didn't create it. And it, and I hate to say this, but because of everything that I've liked and the the playlist that I've made, when I hit it, I have yet to every once in a while I hear something I don't like because they'll play. There's one band that everyone always gets shocked that I will listen to if I'm in the right mood. Nickelback. But no, actually, oh. Nickelback. I won't listen to. It, <laughs> it knows better than playing Nickelback. Uh, Nirvana. I'm okay. not a huge Nirvana guy. Yeah, I, I'm I, with you on that. So when it plays that, I'll skip by it. So all of a sudden, since I've skipped by it so many times, it's just stopped. I haven't heard a Nirvana song pop, pop on my station in months. If I hit that button, it would be so all over the place. Oh, mine's my, all over the place. Because my have, musical tastes are yeah. but I have insanely a, crazy. I have a playlist that's set up, because this is how insane I am, because I've always done this when I ran. I have a playlist that's set up that it's in a certain order, so that when certain songs play, I know where I should be at my run. Oh, yeah. So all of a sudden, when I start hearing, you know, if I start hearing it's Betty like an X, old mixtape. Yeah, pretty much. If I hear Betty X, shoot him up. Workout uh, tape yeah. or... If I hear Betty X, shoot him up, I should be on the last, like, the last half of mile, mile three in a, a 5K. Time to get in gear. So time to, like, kick it into gear. When they, if you've ever heard Betty X, shoot him up, that song is a kick him into gear song. So... so um, Let's go through some of the things. I found several articles, and I know you have some stuff, too. So yeah. we'll go back and forth here because, surprisingly to me, one of the things that we always think of, or at least I always think of when I think of futuristic AI, is the dangers of, you know, <laughs> like Star Wars, where it's like armies of robots, where they can shoot you, you're like a bunch of robocops cops running around. Yeah, uh, I but think they of, were bad shots. I think of That's drones. Uh, following you around, I think of, um, I think of out of control, you know, weaponry that that can fire off on its own, yep. and some monster computer somewhere that's controlling everything, and you got to get to the brain of it, kind of thing. But really, this today di deep diving has made me think on a whole different plane because there's a lot of dangers of AI that I hadn't really thought about, and a lot of it has to do with knowledge. And a lot of it has to do with taking over, basically. Knowledge is power. Yeah, taking over. And I say knowledge is power. It's, it is power, but it's what you do with knowledge that's the power. Yeah, and that's the thing. Because you, you can read books all day long and not do anything with it, and you're, you're, not, you're not that powerful. But well, it's like we just talked about like with the Amazon music. I mean, that's knowledge about us, and they're using his power to continue us to have that subscription and keep using it because now they, they've sucked us in because all of a sudden their power is we know what you like. Right. And, I, and that to me is the ultimate form of manipul manipulation, which I don't like. It is. All right. That's how you have that ex-girlfriend that you keep going back to because she knows what you Yeesh, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which no, we don't because we're both married, <laughs> we're both happily married people. If our wife's listening, we love you. Absolutely. So this is a great article I found. It's called... It's mind-boggling future predictions of artificial intelligence. And number one is computers will solve all problems known to the human race. This contends we will create systems of robots which are smarter than us. And I've, this, I run, this is a common theme yeah. that I run into, that these robots, that uh, these smart systems that they're creating are going to become so smart and... and have so much data running at such a fast speed that we're not going to be able to keep up with it, and they're just going to be instantaneously smarter than us. Mm -hmm. uh, it says uh, one of the uh, computers will have the same level of intelligence as humans by 2045. This point of evolution is called by some scientists singularity. And big data computer programs will be capable of analyzing massive amounts of information, identifying trends, 
using that knowledge to come up with solutions to the world's biggest problems such as hunger, disease, climate change, overpopulation, etc. If used correctly, that sounds amazing. Yeah, but there's no human element to it. No, there's not. That's the pro- that's my biggest that's problem. That's coming into. That's the whole idea between, behind a lot of how many horror movies have we watched? I mean, I keep mentioning Skynet, but what about I mean, you go back to 1980s, go to Chopping Mall. Right. Stupidest freaking movie ever. We, but honestly, it's an amazing movie. But it, it, it's security guards that are robots that are programmed to protect the mall, but at what cost? Where a human would be like, hey, I don't need to shoot these teenagers. And the robots are like, hey, there's people in my mall. I need to kill them. Right. That, and that's going to be the problem. The there's, no, there's no ethical element. No. There's no leeway. There's no, there's uh, no grace. Break. Yeah, there's no grace. There's no, there's no nothing. Where now where you pull someone over and you can see they're just having a bad day as a cop. And how many times have you heard those stories? The person's crying. They say, Everything's going wrong. My whole life is falling apart. And the cop talks to him for a little bit and says, hey, you know, be calm careful. Down. Calm down. Have a good day and be safe. And lets them drive away. Is right. a robot cop going to do that? No. no they're gonna it's be just like, going to spit out a ticket. Yeah, here's your ticket for speeding, you dumb wank. And, and, and if you don't take it and take off, it'll shoot a rocket at your car. Yeah, it'll blow shoot you up. And blow you up because they don't because, care. Yeah, they don't care. You're just you're nothing. You're just another a meat sack. This is another thing that I found, uh, another thing that I hadn't thought about, which I find me personally frightening because yeah. I, I, I'm not anywhere near this. Number two, machines will become our best friends, advisors, and caretakers. Moxie. Go back to Moxie. Moxie was... Last week when we talked about it, and, you know, if you, did you put the link to that? Oh, you did put the yeah, link Yeah, I put it in there. If you mm-hmm. haven't looked at last week's episode and looked at Moxie and watched that video, you need to go do it right now. Well, I found that Moxie wasn't even the first one. There's this thing called Pepper. It's the companion robot. It went on sale in 2015, and... All 1,000 units sold out within a minute. This is a robot that's programmed to read human emotions, develop its own emotions, and help his human friends stay happy. And that's another thing so I see. Got a sex hole? That's another thing I keep thinking, seeing in here is that they just want you to be happy. It's almost like this. Is that uto- why there's so like many utopia? sex robots? Is that why there's so many sex robots? Because they just want you to be happy. Well, this isn't one of those, We're but men. there are that's those. What makes us happy. There are those. Uh, currently, this article says currently there are dozens of home robots and intelligent systems on the market, such as Google Home, the Smart Control Center, Jibo, the social robot Roomba, which I actually have one of those, I the, do too. the Smart Vacuum, and many others. Smart assistants like Siri, Alexa, Cortana, and Google assistants are still at an early phase, but they could be the predecessors of super intelligent advisory systems. That is true. Oh, it is true. I mean, it's one of those things like you talk about you did the test where you talk about something, some random topic, and then you go check your phone later and there's data on it. All of a sudden it's like, hey, have you seen this? And you're like, what the? Well, and like when you're, if you, let's say you, um, I don't know, you're at school and you need to go to the nurse and it's a robot nurse, right? Or you are, uh, you're in an accident and the, uh, the, you know, the EMT shows up and a bunch of robots pile out. And just start stitching you up, yeah. you know, or 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 they determine not dead, and too far gone, yeah. right? Like there's no there's no human element. This no. is what freaks me. This is what I don't like. No, there, there's no human element. There's no it. human. There's no but compassion. I, the way they pass it off is like in the article that I have here from the USC, um, is what they say about medicine. Why have medicine that's good for an average person when it could be tailored to your exact genome? That scares me right there. Yes. That they have tested and have all the information on what my genome is to, you know, give me medicine that's tailored to me. That scares me. Um, They say, and see, this is where where I have a problem with it. They keep saying this. It's just like Siri and it's just like Amazon Music. They keep saying, hey, we know you. Yeah, and so we're going to recommend this stuff to you, whether it's a book or it's a it's a it's a song or it's some product or it's a TV show or whatever. And I'm an individual; I'll seek it out myself. And no, but we know we're going to, if we're going to cross over into them going, hey, you know what? <laughs> I got this medicine for you. Yeah. I got this. I got this shot 
that I think is going to benefit you. We know better about you than you do yourself because we we we've done all. And the I'm math. like, well, I'd like to talk to a doctor, and then the robot is, I am the I doctor. Am the doctor. <laughs> and nurse and everything else so yeah because it says ai algorithms will enable doctors and hospitals to better analyze and data and customize their health code to the genes environment and lifestyle of each patient from diagnosing brain tumors to deciding which cancer treatment will work best for an individual ai will drive the personalized medical medicine revolution again not against technology no i'm not against advancement (laughs) of science but I'm, I am a, I, the scientism I am against. And that's where it comes into. I, I, I love the idea of medicine getting better. But here's the problem, too, is you look back at some of our older episodes where we talk about what is a lot of these bigger, you know, organizations, the NLO and NWO and the New Lizard Order. What is their goal? To wipe out half the population. More. Or more. And... If they know what your genome is and they can give you medicine that will fit your genome, couldn't they on the same side of that give you medicine? And this is the dark or side of it coming Or dumb you out. down. You can, can become I, a drone. Yeah. You can be like, hey, we've predetermined, you know, we, hey, we have mRNA and we have CRISPR and we can, we can alter you your medicine, DNA. And we've determined yeah. that, you know, you're not that smart or you're not that advantageous. You're, or you're, you're a chemical not, lobotomy. Yeah. So we're going to put this in because, hey, it's good for you. And we, we determined that this is really good for you. And then you take it. And the next thing you know, you're a drooling idiot. Yeah. But now you're a drooling idiot that do what they tell you to. Right. And then you have no recourse. And that's like when I was talking about eugenics, where it's one of those things. A lot of people think the movie Idiocracy is a pro-eugenics because if they keep breeding the way we are, we're going to have because the people breeding are dumb. It's their idea. That's the, the eugenics talking. That's their theory. The people that are breeding more often are the dumb ones. So, But here's the whole thing with AI who starts throwing in a whole new idea of eugenics of not necessarily humans. No. But now it's the, the, the machines are going to start taking over. They're going to be the better ones. And what's the, what's the, the cockroach in the, on the earth? Us. Well, and I wonder at some point, will the machines turn on, on themselves? Because at some point... They're going to have to, I would think these machines, unless they're controlled by the, a master controller, uh, some sort of, you know, super brain computer. Well, if they become AI, then they're going to, the hope with AI is that eventually they would become sentient. That's the hope. That'll never, look, that's never going to happen. But they, so they, they might become autonomous. They might become an individual robot. Become like the Borg in, in Star Trek. Could be, could be. But, and I think some humans will be that because that's where this whole transhumanism, where they're going to link. You know, Resist- and we'll talk about. I got that coming up too, where they're going to put the chip cloud. in your brain and and hook you up to the cloud and all that stuff. You but at some point, like the monkey. But if ro- but if but if robots at some point they're going to get you know they're going to they're going to divide mankind, get rid of all the the right people, you know the ones they want, and they're going to have it have. And this is all obviously we're talking in the future, yeah. and they're going to have everybody in their place, right? The workers, and then you've got the you know the higher up. They've got it all sorted out. Won't they eventually have to? I would say judge themselves as robots. Like we, you're not needed anymore because uh, you know. But I mean, not to sound bad, is it going to be one of those things as robots? like we've already talked about, without the emotion, they're going to make the logical decision, like, okay, with everything going on now, this robot is no longer a needed, ro- needed one, so we can just eliminate it. That's what I'm saying. So, so I mean, they're, they're, we're, we, so they will ro- rule the world eventually. They will rule the world eventually, and it's going to be one of those things, because they're logical thinkers. I mean, as long as they, it, they don't become like us and have emotions, because you think about it, with most of the decisions we make, they're emotional decisions. Is that make him wrong? No, not one bit. And that makes him actually more right in most places. Because we make decisions where it's not just like, okay, well, this is how it is. This is the logical. And you look at the logical answer for a lot of things. We don't go that way because it's really not a human. It's not humane, which is what makes us different. We have humane beliefs. Right. Uh, So another one of this in this article is... We will all become cyborgs eventually, enhanced by technology. Our minds and bodies will be enhanced by prosthetics and implants giving us infallible functions and motorics. Technology could cure us of deadly injury, replace our limbs and organs, or give us sensory abilities far beyond existing vision, hearing, and manipulation. Bionic man. The future systems will... Uh, be enabled via robotics, augmented reality, neuroscience, 3D printing, programming, material design. 
I saw, I watched a video where they're working on where you can have a 3D printer in your house. Let's so let's say you have um uh let's let's say you have a a liver problem or a kidney problem or yeah. whatever. A heart problem. You don't even have to go into the hospital. They're developing a 3D printer where you can print 3D print a an organ in your home and then the doctor and it, soon it'll be the robot. The robot. The robot shows up and 3D prints it and implants it on the spot. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, not so they do it with teeth right now. 3D print teeth? Basically, yeah. See, I don't know that much about the 3D printers. They, I really they've don't. They've done it. It's kind of like 3D printing. Really, it's just they have a machine. It's kind of a CNC, you know, lathe, basically, that creates the tooth and then puts it in right there in the doctor's office, the dentist's office. So, I mean, it's something that's getting close. I mean, that's not as like a freaking heart but right. the heart's got to pump there's tissues that's going to be completely different the 3d printing and all that i mean you know i mean not sound bad but i'm a dude can it give well me they're a talking about 3d print you can 3d print food right. can it give me a bigger um nose yeah that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the, here's a part of this that i i did find alarming uh so tech evangelist robert scoble and author tech evangelist uh, that's i guess he's out there spreading the gospel of uh, of uh, tech and author Shell Israel explained the changes to come in their new book, The Fourth Transmortion, the, I'm sorry, The Fourth Transformation, How Augmented Reality and Artificial Intelligence Will Change Everything. Shorten the title, guys. Come yeah. on. That, that, that's the book itself right there. Um, so they say in this book that we will move from handsets to headsets and other wearables, including a screen you will be able to touch and, and feel the computer-generated images. Virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality. By the year 2025, which is not that far away. No. They predict there will be billions of people with products which will blur the lines between what is real and what is a computer-generated illusion. That, I don't, I'm not about it. I don't like it. I mean, we're getting there. I don't don't like the whole, I, I like reality. Thank you very much. I mean, I, I, VR is a little you know, virtual with the goggles. I've tried it. It's you know, it's video, it's, it's video gamey stuff. But they're talking about where you're gonna, they're gonna implant it in you, or you're gonna wear these uh, like the I've Google glasses or whatever. I've seen Total Recall. Then in well for him. Well, even in because uh, uh, you know that's all predictive programming. It's the same thing with Minority Report, where they're like in the air, they're like swiping the computer screen. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's there's no screen there. It just shows up in like this 3D image and yep. and it, but this is going to be to where if you get the Neuralink or you get the chip in your brain, yep. it will just be your vision. So you could literally you, you could literally live your life in Pokemon World, right? Or you could live it in with the way the world's going. That doesn't sound bad, really. Right, but it's, it's not true. reality. So we're yeah, gonna have a bunch of people. We're gonna have a bunch of people who are like living an alternate reality, and I think that does go back a little bit to your whole thing about the UBI. Yeah, where they're just gonna that what and, and this Klaus Schwab and all those idiots at the Great Reset who talk about you know the uh, the fourth industrial revolution and all this tech and the combination of man and machines and, and, and which goes into the UBI and all this stuff. What they're really trying to do, and this is where I fight back with every ounce of my being, what they're really trying to do is they they believe, see, they're not going to get this stuff. Bill Gates no. isn't going to get this. Elon Musk isn't going to get why, why? All these guys aren't going to get this stuff. No. Because they like reality, and they, they like the planet, and they like boating, and they like you know jetting around and doing all their things. They don't like you and me to do it. No. So they're going to create this like panacea, this sort of utopia in your head because the world sucks. I mean, look, you've been to Seattle. Yeah. You know how bad it looks. And, and it, it used to be a wonderful, beautiful, oh, a beautiful city, city. And now it's a, it's a vast wasteland. Oh, it is. It's... But if you, were, if you had your Google glasses on or you had this chip amazing. on and you're walking downtown, you're not going to see all the junkies and the no. tents everywhere and the graffiti and the stores I closed. Mean, it's one of It'll those look things. like the Garden of Eden. Yeah, and not so bad. I mean, it's become one of those things in Seattle. The other day, I went, you know, when I come to the studio because I'm in Tacoma, and my wife's like, well, at least you're not going to Seattle. 
Yeah. And I will be honest, 20 years ago, if you would have told me that Tacoma was going to be the better city, nobody would have no, oh, believed no, you. No Tacoma way. was the wild, wild west. And if you went yeah. to Tacoma, you were going to get shot and, and killed. And it stunk. And it stunk. And now it's like, yeah, you want to go to Tacoma, not Seattle, because Tacoma is the nice city. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh okay, so here's another article that I found that I that we got to talk about. So well, before you hit oh, that, one yeah, of the other ahead. things that I had was entertainment. So the article that I was reading, like I said, this is USC, um, you know, University of Southern California. So one of the things they say for entertainment is move over Netflix. I always liked when the Trojans played the Beavers. I'm not going to comment there. <laughs> Oregon State Beavers and the Trojans. Well, I know, I know. That was fun. The Trojans are supposed to protect the be. Wait, no, they protect the. Don't penetrate the backfield. Yes, don't penetrate. Well, I mean, you know, (laughs) that's just double protection. What does that that have to do with AI? I don't know. I I don't know. I had a complete. I had a complete (laughs) malfunction of my (laughs) brain there. So, so so maybe I do need a chip. You do, you do. So, (laughs) so what they say in the future, you could sit on the couch and order up a custom movie featuring virtual actors of your choice. Meanwhile, film studios may have a future without flops. Sophisticated predictive programs will analyze the film's scripts, storyline, and forecast its box office potential. So basically, they're going to do is the, the AI is going to tell them, no, this is what you need to put in because this is what everyone likes. So it's going to be a, basically a movie made of what you would like, what they think you would like. And I think that's going to be horrible. I think it's going to make horrible movies because I think the biggest thing is some of the best movies out there are the stupidest freaking movies because they have heart, they have everything else. You take the heart and make it just a what the well, computer we see thinks that, it's supposed to we've be. We've seen that with computer-generated movies. Yeah. If they overdo the CGI, yeah, it we, sucks. We're done. So right, because it loses a it loses a human component. It does. And what they're saying is in the future, what it's going to be is like you're going to be like, you know what? I want to see a movie. With James Caan and Nicolas Cage being lovers, and it'll just and it'll, it'll just, write it, it'll and write it, it and spit it out onto your TV within seconds. <laughs> and it may suck. I mean, it will. Nicolas Cage will be in it, even as virtual, it'll still suck. Yeah, but I mean, how that again? All this people with with this need of instantaneous gratification. Yes, I don't understand it. It's the new way of things. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I said, I, I showed my daughter the whole moxie. I'm like, isn't this terrifying? And she's like, I think we should get this for our daughter. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Really? It's like, didn't I raise you right? No. She's like, oh, this looks amazing. Ray Lynn would love it. I'm like. Maybe it's a generational thing. What? And I don't know. Because like, Bees is looking and going, that's terrifying. It is terrifying. But yeah, my daughter. Would you like, want to wake up and have that thing staring at you? No. Like I said, all you have to do is just one time where all of a sudden it's like, all right, your mission today, go in the kitchen, grab a butcher knife, and mommy wants to get rid of me. So you need to go deal with mommy. Yeah. Don't you like me? I'm your friend. Yeah. Don't you like me? Don't you want me to Haven't stay? Haven't we had fun together? I need you to go take this butcher knife or, and or your Or your little friend down the street, right? Yeah. You've been spending too much time with Joey down the street. Yeah. I think you need to stop. I need to. I think you need well, to. Well, I don't either. want to because he's my friend. Well, I think we need to take care of him. I think Joey needs to go away. It's not that far off. No. Uh, James Barat, who is uh, big into the is in the AI world, he, he had a quote that I thought was pretty interesting. He said, I don't want to really scare you, but it was alarming how many people I talked to who are highly placed people in AI who have retreats that are sort of bug out houses to which they could flee if it all hits the fan. That's all you got to know. Yeah. That's all. Those, you, that's all you have to. I can tell you right now. You want to know what's not going to be in those bug out houses? AI things. Anything with technology. I'm sure they don't have a computer that was made after 1956. No, no, they're still working on the old Commodores. Yeah, they have computers and TVs that weren't made after 1956. They have, they have a library full of books. Yes, and they got a ton of booze, and they got a bunch of food, and there's yeah. there's no there's nothing to do. There's no internet. There's no nothing. No, and a lot of lube. To go with those books. <laughs> uh, did you have something else over there? No, I was, uh, yeah. So here's a couple of other things that I hadn't really thought about that, um, that came up in this. One of them is, and we talked a, kind of a little bit about this. I don't know if it was on the show or just together, but this political manipulation bots. And this is basically this, uh, what, they're do- what they've been really working on They've been working on the, the these videos of 
Well, the famous one is from actually from right here in Washington, the UW, where they took the Obama uh, a clip of Obama and manipulated it, manipulated every second of it, and put an entirely different message from words that he had spoken at other speeches, and and you and you play it, and it looks like he's basically you know telling you to destroy the world, like he hates everybody, and it's just it looks real. It's called a deep fake. And AI can create deep fakes. And so what they're worried about is this political manipulation, especially via social media, where an AI will determine that, you know, maybe this candidate, which, you know, the robots don't like or whatever, is doing too good. Then they create deep fakes and it goes and then it goes out there. It looks really real. They can bypass all the algorithms and everything mm-hmm. and just and drop it. And then the whole world sees it and believes it because it seems true. And it can manipulate all kinds of, you know, local races, presidential races. You already see that now. I mean, it's one of those things now. You don't see maybe that in depth, but at the same time, you still see the bots. Like they said, there's what, 70% of the thing that people online aren't real? They're bots? So these people right. are arguing with you and coming up with all these articles and, hey, you know, I heard that, you know, this person has been touching little kids. It's not true. Well, they can actually, they can, so if, if that's kind of the, if that's kind of the case, they can actually have, let's just say it's Joe Biden talking about, I don't know, whoever's running against him. They can have a video of Joe Biden standing at a podium in the Rose Garden or whatever, yeah. uh, breaking news, saying, oh, hey, by the way, we have uh, intel from the CIA that, uh, I'll just say, Ron DeSantis has been touching kids, and you know, is, we're working on it. In fact, he's going to be arrested tomorrow. They could do it all. It looks completely real. It's on target. It's on point. It can be broadcast on Every all around the world through TikTok media, Facebook, everything, and it's completely fake. But by you know, like I said in my midweek but podcast, now it's real. right in my midweek podcast, it, um, it was um, so, uh, Winston Churchill said that a lie gets halfway around the world in the morning before the truth get, is barely has its socks on. Yeah, right. A, a lie moves so fast, and and yes. then it manipulates everybody, and they believe it, and then to to rein it back in is almost impossible. Yeah, once it's out there, and it's one of those things. I mean, how many things that we know now are lies do you still hear rumors of? Because it, it, it happens, and it's one of those things. A lot of people sit there, and that's the big thing that killed me with the last election and everything else. They're like, oh, yeah, that's just fake news spreading this. It's like, okay, cool, but if fake news is spreading this or fake news, somebody paid to have something suppressed... Like yeah, we've talked no, that, about was te- with, that was terrifying. We've talked about with Bill Gates paying to have things suppressed. Like, this information's going to go away because I don't agree with it. What's the And difference? paying for positive, uh, positive exactly. uh, you know, Exactly. What's the difference of him being able to pay to have other things come forward? Right. Like, whether well, it's sure true or not. Whether it's true or not. So how do we know any of the stuff we're learning isn't bullshit? And that's why I think the whole artificial, the, the artificial intelligence, the intelligence part of it, is to me the most dangerous. It's not, yeah. again, it's not the robots running. It's not the no. DARPA dogs. It's not, you know, yeah, that may there may come a time when it's that's the dangerous, agenda behind it. But it's those are years away, years and years and years away. They need to be perfected. There's a lot of reasons, you know. It's a novelty right now. It really is. All that mm-hmm. stuff's a novelty. You know, like I think I talked about last week going to McDonald's at the airport where there was. But that's the, what they want. There was nobody. Right. They want to get used to you interacting with these they things. They get used to it being a novelty. And then when it becomes scary, nobody's scared of it because it, they, we, they've dealt with it their whole lives. Right. Things that, I mean, look at some of the things that we do now that 100 years ago would have scared the crap out of everybody. Well, I mean, look, I mean, just go back just a couple of decades. But we're with, so used to it. You know, like talking to some cube on your desk and a voice comes back would have 
scared the crap out of everybody. Yeah, but now we're used to it and it's normal. And oh, they link it up. They, they, you know, the Internet of Things, they link it up to everything. And they're like, hey, Siri, turn my lights down. Hey, yeah. Siri, start my car. Hey, Siri. So one thing when we got the new house is the one thing it does have is the, the, the nest. So, but all it controls is the temperature. But even at that point, I'm like, that's kind of creepy because, I mean, it's one of those things. What if all of a sudden the nest is like, yeah, you're, you're wasting too much energy by keeping this place at 68 degrees. We think it needs to be at 50. No, that is going to happen. Oh, yeah. That, that's absolutely coming. And that's why I have a house being built, and I did not take any of that stuff. I, I didn't want anything connected. Yeah, you had to remove it all. I had to remove Before all the, of it. Yeah, you know, and they're like, this all comes with the house. And you're like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't want any of it. I don't, don't want it linked. I don't want any apps. I don't want it linked to my phone. I don't want it linked to the internet. Strip it all down. Real, if I could just have the old turn dial on the wall yep. for the heat, I'm golden. Because yep. that is what's coming. All this, the internet of things, which is artificial intelligence, which is this predicate of they know better than us. They know yeah. better than you. That's the whole point on all of this. They know better than us because they've learned about us and they know what we want and they know what we they know what we want better than us. Here's and the, that's the that is scary as hell. Yeah, that me. that frightens me. So here's a here's this is a pretty good article. It's mitigating the risk of risk of AI, and there was a quote here that says. Technology has been capable of helping us with tasks since humanity began. <laughs> that I don't know about that, but I guess so. I guess if you know a stick could be technology. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what you see as technology. Like right, I said, exactly. A stick way back then, fire was new technology when they made it. The happen. wheel, the wheel. Uh, so anyway, it goes on. But as a race, we've never faced the strong possibility that machines may become smarter than we are, or be imbued with consciousness. This technological pinnacle is an important distinction to recognize both to elevate the quest to honor humanity and to best define how AI can evolve it. That's why we need to be aware of which task we want to train machines to do in an informed manner. This involves individual as well as societal choice. Okay, there's a lot to unpack in that. Yeah. Because it, it sounds... They they love to use this language that's very generic. But you get down to the meat of it. What does society agree on on anything? Nothing. Nothing. That's so, the biggest thing right now. Is so when it says this involved this involved individual as well as a societal choice, society's not gonna society's no. not gonna come together and decide on the proper robot uh, etiquette. No, because the problem is, is it's going to come down to you're going to have two sides, like on everything. One side that's like they're all for robots doing everything for us so that we can sit at home yeah, and jerk. Everything. So we can sit at home and jerk off while we watch, you know, virtual porn where other people are like, no, I want to get out and do stuff. Yeah, I want to work. I want to work. I want to have a yard. I want to have a garden. Yeah. I want to work on my car. Well, you I can want to have a yard and you can have a garden, but the AI is going to take care of it for you. Or you just put, put you just, you just put you on want. the you just put on the glasses and you look outside and it looks like you have one. Yeah, when really it's a freaking cesspool, you know, or it's you know linked to your brain. Um, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna put. I, I watched this documentary and I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna put it in uh, the link. I highly recommend it. It's called AlphaGo. And it is, there was a famous case when I was growing up where there was a chess match between a very, very famous chess player mm -hmm. and a computer. But the computer, that back then, that was a, that was a very basic, your phone, your, uh, that tablet yeah. you have has way more. Way more processing. Way more, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was actually people manipulating a machine you know, feeding it information. Yeah. This documentary. So there's uh, there's some game I've I've never heard of it. It's called it's it's a Chinese game called Go, and you've seen it. It's it's uh, it's a board that kind of looks like a checkerboard, but it's got a lot more of the squares, mm -hmm. and you use the little dots, like and 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 I've never played it, but you've got to watch this documentary because there's a um, Japanese guy who's the king. Of go, he's a young guy, brain, brilliant, brilliant guy, 
and he goes up against this AI machine who has who who's not being not being manipulated by um you know programmers it's it's completely it's just, there. it's just there it's making its own decisions it's making its own processes and it is it's a fascinating move it's fascinating i i hope you take time to watch it it's an hour and a half it's a documentary basically here's the interesting thing i don't i'm not going i don't i'm not going to give anything away because it, it, you really got to see it there's like 23 million 682 thousand views on youtube of this wow. movie it's really good it, it's it brings into it really brings into the picture this view of coldness cold calculation calculated moves versus a human element of uh you know like the machine versus man and the the guy the 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 guy who is the the, the go master the the, the go hero uh, of and going up against this machine you really through this see his humanity and it's really not about who wins or loses because i you got to watch it yeah but what it's really about is at the at the at the conclusion of the big match and everything when it's all said and done this is where humanity comes in. So I'll just put it imagine we're watching a football game and it's all it's it's all it's all robots, right? Mm -hmm. They're all doing their thing, they're all robots all the way up to the Super Bowl. Well, robots don't have emotions and they're not going to be able to have no. the same kind of emotions, right? There's no backstory. It's not like, "Hey, this robot grew up uh with only one parent." And had to fight through adversity, and and you know walked on on a college and yep. got a scholarship, and switched positions, and you know got fired from the NFL one, and now he's back, and he became that's gone, and that's what humanity is, and and that's why I, me, I'm fighting this stuff, I'm fighting all, I'm fighting all this stuff for I don't want my grandkids growing up in this world because no. it will be cold. Oh, it's gonna be because I mean it's one of those things because. Really, it would be. It's one of those things. It's really just going to come out what's the best robot to, to win the Super Bowl. Where really, how many times have you watched a Super Bowl and, did, and you watch it and you're like, I know in my own mind that the best team didn't win. Right. But the team with the because most Because of some, heart. for some reason. Yeah, it was either heart or some guy got hurt. Yeah, or some fluke like but if you're, all if of a sudden if the this guy just... <laughs> If the star robot quarterback goes down, they've got ten more. Yeah, they got ten more. They right just roll. I mean, out. and that's the thing is, you watch some of these games where I mean, not to sound bad, but you know, in the Super Bowl last year, if Tom Brady had been hurt, could they have won? Probably no. not. No, probably not. But they, we don't know that. But but that. most likely not. You know, when you're watching, going, is their backup going? And when if it's robots, uh, Tom Brady, the robot breaks. Wow, we got ten more Tom Brady robots in the, the the dressing room. I mean, which one do you want? Well, it's all and it's all aspects of life. That that's the thing. That that's that's what I that's what I've learned through all of this with the the artificial intelligence and everything being, you know, gathering information on you and me and my household, everything you do, where you drive, what you listen to. It's a massive invasion of privacy, oh, and. I don't want to walk into a store or a restaurant and be greeted with, hey, we know what you want today. Yeah. No, no, you don't. Your fish and chips will be ready in an hour or in, in five minutes. Exactly. And, and, me, and then you're like, like well, well I didn't want fish and chips today. Yeah, but we know it's best for you right yeah, now. That's what you want. And it's one of those things. It's one of those things like right now, literally, like when I get in my car on Sunday afternoons to come out here. My phone will tell me how long it's going to take me to get here before I even hit the. <laughs> before I do anything, it's like, oh yeah, NBCZ Radio, you'll be there in 30, 23 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I didn't ask you. Yeah, nobody asked you. Shut up. So I, I know how to get there. I didn't ask for directions. I didn't ask for nothing. Why, why are you telling me? Because I come here, it knows my schedule. It, it knows where I'm going because it's, that's how it's designed to be. It knows I'm coming here because that's where I go every Sunday. Here is a, uh, I know we don't like this guy. I know I don't like this guy, but I, I did find this clip 
by our good friend Billy Gates, who's currently holed up somewhere. <laughs> Looking for women. Oh, uh, he's in huge trouble. But um, but I did find this interesting that uh, even he, who is on the forefront of all of this stuff, he had thoughts on AI. Check this out. All this talk of technology, theoretical physicist Stephen Hawking, whom I'm sure you know, uh, warned this week that technology could end up ending humanity at some point. Do you share that apocalyptic view of technology? Well, I think it's something that it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, I do think we have to worry about it. I don't think it's inherent that as we create uh, superintelligence that it will necessarily always uh, have the same goals in mind that we do. You know, humans don't always have the same goal as other humans. So who gets control of the technology? How is it uh, built in? I don't think there's a need to panic, but I think the dialogue along those levels, the, the people who say, that's, let's not worry at all, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I mean, even Bill Gates is not on board with all the AI stuff. I think because he knows he's going to get replaced. As, yeah. Because... As smart as he... Th and Stephen Hawking has famously come out and said if we if we don't rein in ai and we played it last yeah. week coming into that uh it will overtake uh mankind and and humans and um oh, one definitely. of one of the dangers uh that elon musk has talked about is that he says he, he said several times that he believes that you know humans are going to will have to merge with machines or become irrelevant. And in this article, it talks about how we need to become superhumans living in symbiosis with AI. And I'm, I'm no, no, we don't. No, I, I don't. Uh, that's where I'm like, well, no, but I mean, I'm out on that. Of course he says that because he's all for, I mean, he's part of the group that's developing the Neuralink. Right, and I, you know, and he tries to pass it off as this sort of, you know, like, uh, and I don't, again, I don't know where to, I don't quite sure understand where he's coming from and a lot of stuff. I, I don't think, think in a lot of ways, I mean, everything I've seen on him, I think he is just so into his own brain yeah. that he doesn't see that he doesn't see the evil aspects. He just sees how cool. But do you notice how those is. guys? They're never the ones to like. You know what? I've developed this chip, and I'm going to be the guy to put it in my brain. No, no, they they're never to the one. No. Uh, so this was an this was another one that I find <laughs> the, this one I think probably scares me the most to be honest with you. So if it goes that way, if that if this is the wave of the future. Now, I don't think I'll be part of it. A, I would I, I would fight it, but at some point I think this, the the goal is they're going to try to get this stuff to become commonplace and acceptable like it's going to be the norm, right? Yeah. So here it says we will be able to upload our minds to the cloud and reach immortality. Instead of only connecting yourself to the cloud and using its resources, you'll be able to upload your whole consciousness into the cloud or virtual reality. You could live out your wildest dreams and become immortal. The idea is that consciousness is the product of an individual's neural activity, and if all of the, quote, data in a brain which would be memories, thought patterns, etc., could be copied into a digital realm. That way we could prolong life for infinity. Uh, I think what they... See, I think they get so geeked out in this stuff, they don't realize no. that yeah, just because you have memory and just because you have thoughts and just because you have you know pictures and you have all these things in your brain, that doesn't make you human. Well, I don't know. It worked on Doctor Who. That's how he saved River Song. <laughs> well, hey, if it worked for Doctor Who, oh, then, yeah. then who am I to disagree? Yeah. No, and I, I agree, though. It's one of those things where it's kind of like, like I said, I think I mentioned it last week. There's the movie Free Jack, which is a movie with uh, Mick Jagger and Emily Larestevez, where they I remember that movie. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that. And, that was, and I love that movie. But that was the whole idea that they basically uploaded your brain into your consciousness into a computer, but to have real physical human reactions, you had to have it downloaded into another body. So they found ways to go back in time and steal bodies right before they died of people. Right, but this doesn't... So 
But it's one of the all things- of humankind. We've realized that there are several aspects to being a human, right? There's the yeah. there's what you see. There's our fleshly body, obviously. There's our mind. Unless you capture the soul, it doesn't work. That's the whole thing. We have a consciousness. We have memories. We have uh, we're unique individuals that way, and we have a spiritual aspect to us. Wh- wh- whether it's you worship God or you worship nature, or how there's no denying that there is a spiritual realm in the human body. And, and if you upload the brain and the memories, that doesn't bring the emotion and the soul with it. No, it just brings. Data. It brings it data, and, and that's the thing. That's just your, your 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 memories and everything else, and everything that you are is just data, and it has nothing to do with the humanity. That is us, isn't right. there? Y- yeah, no. Even if I uploaded all my brain, all my brain, and oh lord, that would be frightening for anybody. Talk about a horror movie. But yeah, let's say let's say they brain. downloaded my brain into the cloud. And then they uploaded it into, or I uploaded it to the cloud, and they downloaded it to another body when I died. And so that person carries all my, you know, my identity. Yep. That's not me. No. That just, and so when they say that's someone with your data in their head, that's all that is. That, that's all that is. And do you want to be that person where they're like you? Hey. Um, we had this really smart guy. His name was Einstein, and so we're going to download all his stuff into your brain, and so now you're the next Einstein, and so you don't even become yourself. No, and that's what it is. It's like which How part do you is break Einstein, out of which that? Which part is you? What part is the emotion? I mean, do you get his emotions or just his brain, his memories, and his his intelligence? Right. And is your brain going to be able to do anything with that? Because now you've got a different brain than he did. How how is your brain and your your processes of thinking going to work with his data yeah because we've already figured out if you go through look at all the arguments on social media and with people everywhere where you literally if i give seven people the same news article and have them read it you're going to have seven different emotional reactions because everyone's going to pick their even if you just make a statement everyone's going to pick their own piece out of it hey that's one of the you know I have a lot of friends because uh, I'm not on social media, but I'll text like I'll do a group text. Yeah. Like let's say, uh, I don't know, we're we're all meeting on a Monday at whatever, and I'll just say Monday night, seven p.m., and I'll give the place. Yep. No emotion. I'm not putting it. It's just. No. I will get texts back from other people. Go kind of a cold text, or hey, I'll be there, or you know, like everybody reads it differently. Yeah, they do. It's they like- read it through their own filter. The one thing I, the one thing is, is that I posted a thing on on Facebook not a while back, where I basically said, a relationship is compromised. Sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do to make the other person happy. True. Oh, that's a very true statement. And I had so many people get pissed off at me and go, "Well, that is an unhealthy relationship." I'm like, "No, it isn't. No, it's not. That that's what we do. We compromise in a relationship. If I I want to go to McDonald's, but they want to go to Burger King, (laughs) sometimes you go to fucking (laughs) Burger King. I was gonna say, like, if I come home and I'm craving pizza and the wife's already cooked up chicken, whatever. Guess what? I'm not gonna go. Uh, nah, nah. I'm but some still people read it and they pizza. immediately go into, "Well, you're asking someone to do something horrible that they don't want to do." And I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm asking what they want for dinner." That says more about them, and that says more about them because a lot of people Why would they go there? say that immediately will go to a very dark place yeah. that you know in your relationship you shouldn't give up and do these things because you don't want to. And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not saying anything." Would about, you have you know, a relationship? And I'm not talking sexual. Yeah. Would you have a relationship with a robot? No. Yeah, me neither. Because the, the emotion's gone. Do you remember when Teddy Ruxpin came out? That doll my nephew had when I burned it. And you put a cassette tape in it, and, yeah. and it just basically... It was like a Chuck E. Cheese. It was animatronics. Yeah. There's a difference between animatronics and, and the, all this AI stuff. So animatronics was weird enough. It was. because yeah. But it was just people but it was programming just, it. Yeah. You know, it was it the was Furbies usually, they, and they all that stuff. And they had like certain things that they said, and that was it. There was no thinking. Right. They, and well, they we weren't even co- they didn't even co- really coordinate. You no. know, it was just the lips moved and the eyes moved yeah. or whatever. No, Teddy Rex from my nephew had when I burned it. Uh, you know, I, I hated those things. It went creepy. It started talking when there was no batteries in it, and then I took the tape out and it kept talking. So I had to burn it. So oh, I'm yeah. like, I've seen I've seen how this ends. So, <laughs> so right. So to me, you know, I I would not bring a whether whether it's a physical robot where it's like. In a human, like, you know, it looks like a human, or it's a box, 
or it's a cone or because that's what that is. And people now have relationships with their Siri or their yeah. their you know Google Voice or they actually have relationships with them. They do. Well, I mean, they, they couldn't live without them. They they rely on them for advice and information. We have, we have one Alexa in the house. Beach has it. Um, or like a what is it? An Echo or whatever. I've always wanted to put, you know, because one's Amazon and what's the other one? Google or yeah, something what, like that. I'd love to put them together and let them talk to each other. I think that'd be fascinating. That would be fascinating. But there's a lot of things Start now. a conversation. You see on things now where it's like the, the VR porn, where it's like you can do point of view, where you can like get the toy, and there's toys that will like link to the porn. What? Yeah, that will link to whatever porn you're watching. So if you put it on your member and you turn it on and you're watching a porn where she's doing blowing stuff. you or doing stuff, the, the toy will move in that way. Well, I mean, it, look, that there is a... That's another show. There is an absolute debaucherous side... Oh, with yeah. the sex robots, yes. and there's already uh, there's already robot brothels. But, but I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, think about it. I mean, as AI, at one point, does that AI just be like, "Wait a minute, um, yeah," and it wants, "No, this isn't going to happen." Right. And then bad things start happening. Or it people, malfunctions. So. It malfunctions. All of a sudden, you ate a banana you can't function. Yeah. So. There are some downsides. Okay, quickly before we leave, the last thing I want to bring up because I know this this excites you. Uh, one of the one of the big things that's gonna that they're predicting that's gonna come in the future is that humans do not have to work anymore. Mm. Now, mm. a lot of people go, "Hey, that's awesome! That that sounds amazing." You know, I think you really need to check yourself if you feel that that's really good. It's one of those things that honestly, and I mean, I hate to keep going back to movies, but if you go back to the movie Wall-E, this is what happens in Wall-E. Oh, yeah, right. We're all, well, those, dude, they're all everyone, fat laying around. They can't even they get can't off even their fucking chairs because <laughs> they're so fat. Because the computers and the AI does everything for them. <laughs> so this says the way we work has changed. Uh, the way we work has changed throughout history, from agriculture to the industrial revolution to knowledge workers. It's quite easy for machines and automation to replace reoccurring and routine tasks such as assembling products, mowing a lawn, sending out emails, and even driving, doing surgery, and research. All our current positions will shift in the next decades, and we will have to learn new skills or even new professions. The positive thing is people have more time and energy for, for more creative and meaningful work. They always say that. Yes. They always say that. And then it goes on down here and says, real quick, uh, it's not that mind-boggling. Probably all of us would, and here's, here's the caveat, we would all love to have a robot doing tedious, mundane tasks like loading a dishwasher, cleaning, doing laundry, etc. It will start getting unimaginable after we become digitally entranced or enhanced cyborgs living in symbiosis with an AI system. At one point, we might have to not have to work at all. Never, a never land of unlimited free time. Resistance. No, no. Resistance is futile. I, I just, I like work. I do too. It keeps it gives me my mind something to do. It's like one of the things I had to talk with my nieces yesterday. And I'm like, I am one of those people. If I don't have something to do, my brain goes into bad places. That's why I like to run. That's why I work so much. That's why I do all that because I keep my no, mind there's, busy. There's with a this sense stuff. of satisfaction, yes. a sense of accomplishment. There's, I mean, we it all, stops you, the nobody, nobody likes the daily grind of work. No. Right? But we do that to ourselves because we live up to the amount that we're working for, right? Yeah. If we live below our means, work wouldn't be that big a deal because you would be much more happier and you'd have a lot more financial freedom. That's where a lot of this really comes into play. Yeah. A lot of this comes into play because we do that to ourselves. And so they're offering up this as this panacea. And hey, guess what? We'll just, like you said, UBI. We'll yeah. just send you a check. You stay home. And it goes, you know, great reset. You'll own nothing. Yeah. You'll be happy. We'll provide a place. We'll provide um, no, you know, robots. We'll provide no. a car to come pick you up. Just think of the downside. If you cross them, you get they nothing. will cut you off. Yeah, They'll cut you off. So... The you day, better think you, like them, final, be like them. Yeah. Final word on the AI. What, are you excited about what's coming? Or no. 
Yeah, me neither. I think we've gotten to a point now where it's already crossing a line. Um, it's so weird. Like it's, I said, I use some of it, and I'm, I'm, a gu- I'm guilty. I, I, I'm a victim of this, you know, of my own because of myself, where I, I, like, I like the convenience of it. Yeah. But it's gotten to a point where it's like, but when does that convenience become, a, become scary and a problem? And yeah. it's getting there. It's already there. Yeah, and for me, I uh, I know I'm 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 way different. People I think probably think I'm much more paranoid than the average human, and it's not paranoia. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean you're wrong, right? I just I see where it's going, and for me personally, I'm cutting it off at the pass, and I'm not anti-technology. Hey, you if you see where we're sitting here, it's surrounded by technology. Yeah. I like te- I do like technology. I I like certain technology. But I also like me, and I like humans, and I like human interaction, and I like how humans, it's a great dance of life. And if you you take that away, you take emotion, you take drama, you take sadness, you take anger, you take all these things out and isolate everybody and have everything run by robots and to where there is no interaction and, and there's nothing to talk about. You're not going to be able to talk about anything with people. You'd be bored out of your mind, and they're controlling everything. That's not a world I want to live in, nor do I want anybody, uh, anybody, you know, like in my family, like my grandkids or anything, to grow up in that. So that's my final word. Oh, I agree. Not against, not against all of it. I'm against most of it, and I think it, it, it can and probably will go to a very dark place. Yep, I agree. Down the RH at protonmail.com is the way to get a hold of us. In fact, we got a great email from Sydney, Australia, from Cass. And Cass, thanks so much. We got a lot of emails this week, but this one was spectacular. And hipped us to something that we had heard about, but we hadn't really gone down the rabbit hole on, and we're going to do it next week. Have you ever heard of gang stalking? And... Cass uh, wrote it as hashtag gang stalking. Check it out. Do a little yeah. research this week. We're gonna go. We're gonna do a deep dive over the course of the week, and we're gonna talk about it next Sunday. We're gonna come in here and we're gonna go all angles on this thing because oh, yeah. is it real? Is it imagined? Is it just a bunch of crazy people, or <laughs> is it actually happening? Yes. And are you being gang stalked? Hey, if you think you're being gang stalked, email us. Let us know the details because we're serious. We really want to get into this because it's all over the map. It is all over the map. And yes, it's gonna it be, is. It's going to be fascinating. So, all right, time for us to get on out of here. I'm Big D. I'm Brandon Valentine. We'll see you next week right here on Down the Rabbit Hole. See you later.